What's the word, everybody? It's your favorite MC slash favorite RT slash favorite talking head, Iron Amp, a.k.a. Flo Rogan, a.k.a. Mario Flopez. And on this week's episode of Deep Thoughts with Iron, I go into a very, 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 very dark place. And I want to tell everybody ahead of time, this could trigger some people. I would hope not. But this episode is going to be about sexual assault. I was able to speak with an extremely brave and strong young lady that is a veteran of our United States military. And she was sexually assaulted on two different occasions, one time by one of her commanding officers and another time by civilians. We get into the difference in the punishments between what the commanding officer dealt with, what the civilians dealt with, how she has been able to go forward with life. What happened afterwards? We get very in depth. So again, this is a topic and a, and a conversation that some people may not be equipped for. Now, one thing about deep thoughts with iron is I don't want to be pigeonholed. One day I'll talk about I don't know me not getting my dick hard. Next week I'll talk about racism, and then I'll talk about sexual assault. I don't want to be in a pigeonhole. I don't want to be in a category. I want to talk on every topic. I want the topics that are taboo or hard to speak about. I want to bring that to the forefront and I want to start the conversations. I want to give people an outlet or pass this on. Maybe somebody needed to hear this. Um, so I say that ahead of time. She does get very much, very detailed. She does complete. She paints a complete picture of the scene. So there will be some parts of the episode where it may sound like we're just kind of rambling, but she is setting up the entire visual for you. So her name is Kay. That's what we're going to use. And I hope that anybody that does listen to this gets an opportunity to reflect, to speak to people about this, or maybe have the courage to speak out. Because unfortunately, this is actually an extremely common thing in the United States military. Sexual assault, any any form is unacceptable and to the people who do commit sexual assault to people i don't know if that's framed right but you get what i'm trying to say i don't wish any good for you at all because the repercussions of the vic to the victim far extends past that two minutes one minute whatever it was so we're going to drop the beat because that's what we got to do but I hope y'all sit back and y'all listen and just pray for everybody that has had to deal with this. My name is Iron UG. Let's go. Ready? Yeah. All right. What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite MC slash favorite RT slash favorite talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. And today, I got a super extra dope, delightfully wonderful, super fantastic guest. I'm going to call her Laquita. How you like that? Perfect. That works. So I'm here with Laquita. <laughs> <laughs> and Laquita, I want to. I, I invited Laquita. I'm not going to name it. Let's give you another one. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like that's hard to go. Let's just say the letter K. How about that? Perfect. 
Perfect. All right. So I'm here with Kay, the wonderful, beautiful, magnificent Kay. And I invite her here today on uh, Deep Thoughts with Iron because uh, we're going to talk about an extremely like sensitive topic, a topic that can be extreme, uh, not extreme, can be very sensitive to certain people and can make certain people have uh, maybe like a triggering reaction to it. So I'm giving you the warning now. This is about... Um, We'll get into it. It's not going to be solely about that. We're going to get to know the person. However, we are going to talk about uh, sexual assault. And she's going to tell her story and give her side. And, you know, she's going to ask questions. She's going to ask me questions. I'm going to ask her questions. And we're just going to, like we always do here, just go with the flow of things. We're going to try not to edit. But at the same time, if there is anything that she is uncomfortable with, yeah, y'all don't get to hear that shit. So... <laughs> Introduce yourself if you want to. <laughs> I don't know. She's really saying. nervous here. It's okay. All right. Her name is Kay. She grew up in Jersey, right? And she actually met her on Instagram. How long ago was that? Oh, my God. It seems like so long ago. That was it's minute, literally right? been years. Has it been that long? Mm-hmm. So, I want to say Instagram in general is just a fat... Well, the internet in general is like a fascinating thing. Like, I have... Uh, a girl that's one of my best friends on earth that lives in Germany that I've never met. I've never seen her in person. So I think the fact that we're able to build a relationship and her and I, I'm speaking of Kay and I have built a relationship, especially more over the last, I wouldn't say a couple of months. Yeah. And I've got to know her. I've gotten to know her story, which is a very fascinating story. She's a very um, multi-layered person. But what I do want to say about her and I want to thank you directly on this show is I want to thank you because, you know, I'm very big on support your own and you are like champion of that. Like <laughs> you're, you're very dope. So thank you. You're welcome. You got my stickers, right? It's on my phone. On the phone in the black and red room. I'm looking yeah. at my own logo on the back of her cell phone. And that, one day, huh? cause that's my, I voted sticker. You took that off though. Why'd you rip that off? It was never, it's not on. Right? Like, if I take this off, I can put it wherever I want. Really? Yeah. I oh. just have it behind the case, which is how I had the I voted one. Oh, copy. It's because I shower with my phone. Don't we all? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> the steam. Come closer to the mic. Close. Oh, my God. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. Um, Don't worry about it. The steam, like, transfers it. So, oh. one day you might be immortalized. I mean, the my case. the Iron M stickers don't, they don't fade. They don't do anything. They're strong like me, so they're fine. All right. Well, we're going to find out soon. I hope so. Well, I hope it passes the test, I should say. <laughs> so let's get into it. So you served in the military, correct? I did. What branch and when did you start and why did you join the military? Um, I joined the Army in 2003 was when I started BASIC. Um, I literally just woke up one day and decided that's what I was going to do. So before I left for school, I called a recruiter, mm -hmm. scheduled for him to come. And then before I left, I told my mom, clean off the table. I have the army coming. Are you serious? <laughs> I signed that weekend. So was it like something that you were thinking about no. for a while? Or you just said, you know what? I'm literally just going to go to the military. I literally really? just woke up one day and decided. I wanted to do Marines, actually. Okay. Um, but one of the kids I grew up with, he's two years older than me. Okay. He had enlisted into the Marines. And I ran into him one time, and he knew I wanted to do it. And he was like, don't do it as a female. Mm. So did that... That's how well, I decided did you, did on you, Army. Did you try to ask him why as a female? Like, did you 
probe? It was self-explanatory. Okay. So you immediately assume. So to me being an ignorant guy, right? And again, me not being in that position, even though it does happen. We'll get into that. Um, I would have just thought like maybe the physical demands were too much. Like, no, I think it was more. We'll call him John. Okay. Um, He was always so goofy. Okay. And like lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And so for him to approach me in a serious demeanor. Automatically, you knew something yeah. was up. All right. And then did you assume that it was maybe because they would treat you maybe like kind of like lesser? Or did you think maybe it would be like sexual assault? Because yeah. Because it was a ladder, right? The like his eyes were like, wow. he wasn't crying, but they were watery. Wow. So, so do you think maybe he was involved in something? No. Okay. I think he knew about shit that happened. Absolutely. And it's kind of like a boys club, right? Like, you can't speak. Yeah. It's like, you got to keep that within house. And yeah. Because, like, I I wasn't always this big at all. Well? I was, like, athletic. Okay. So, it wasn't a matter of physical demands. That was never a question. Right. So, it was just in me. Okay. So, that makes sense. So, then you decided, okay, the Army instead of the Marines. Yeah. Shout out to you for the Marines. Let me just say this. I'm pussy. I'm very <laughs> pussy. Like... If trouble is on this side of the line, I'm not going over there at all. <laughs> You're taking a detour. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even taking a detour. I'm just not going in that area. I don't want no smoke. I don't even get on the train. So how am I going to a battlefield? Fuck out of here with that shit. When my, my grandfather was trying to get me, because both of my grandfathers served, and they were trying to get me to like enlist, sign up. And I said, for what? Like I'd be the worst. I'd be a, I'd be more of a liability than a plus. So Well, and that's kind of the funny thing. Like You know, like I had all these brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm the only girl. And um, I'm the only one who played football. Really? On, like, the high school field or enlisted. I got it. It's cool. I mean, it was only Powderpuff, but nonetheless, I'm the only one. So your brothers didn't get into sports like that? My younger brother was very athletic. Okay. Did he Um, play anything? He, in high school, did baseball, basketball, and he ran. Okay. My older brother ran and did track. Okay. Um, my older brother, he's a nerd and a geek. Oh, like so me. he didn't do any of that. Okay. I saw him run for the first time, mm-hmm. like last year, and I literally recorded it and sent it to everybody. Was it bad? It was hilarious. He probably looks like like Tom Brady. It's fitting though spring. because like he does comedy. So was he? He does comedy on purpose. Yeah. But. The running, he wasn't trying to be funny. No. He just looked bad. <laughs> yes. Why? What's wrong? What? I mean, I can probably find it and show you. Yeah, I want to say that. Show me after. I, I was going to say I'll he find probably, it later. I imagine he looks like one of my dreams it's in life as a sports fan is to see Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Drew Brees just in a full... Well, Drew Brees might be high, but Tom Brady, Eli, and Peyton just in a full sprint. <laughs> Horrible. Probably they going like, to race? Huh? Are they going to race or no? They should. That they would should. be. I would watch that. I would invite friends over. And I would take off from work and I would drink everything that I can just to enjoy that thirty seconds of entertainment. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> but let's get back to the to the military. So you told your mom the army's coming. What was her reaction? Oh, what do you mean? <laughs> Did she not take you serious? She thought she was bull- she thought you was bullshitting. Um, I think. I mean, I literally was the one. I would wake up five minutes before we had to be out the door. Oh, you were always on time, very um, regimented already? Yeah, but I also didn't like to get woken up. Like, don't wake me up if I am asleep. Like, do not wake me up. Tell me, oh, it's quarter of. Right. Meanwhile, it's like 
17 minutes. Like, I'm very <laughs> Super particular. exact. Yes. So that sounds very military. But that that started even before. Right. Like, why are you lying to me, telling me I have, like, five minutes and I really have 10? I could still be sleeping. Damn. Maybe she just wants you to be on time. I don't know. Or but you, I didn't you, have a make you feel problem like you're not being rushing late. Like that. Huh? I would never had a problem being late. Okay. It's not my thing. Okay. But I think it was just kind of, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, they'll be here at wow. whatever time it was. Wow. So how did that first, I'm like thrown <laughs> off by this. Like, I'm so the opposite. If they told me they were coming, I would not be at home that day. I called them. Fascinating. <laughs> That's crazy. yo. So first of all, let me ask you this. What was it like going into the recruiter's office? Like, do you get to choose what branch you want to um, enlist in? I specifically called the <clears throat> Army. After you had the conversation with um, whatever we named the yeah. guy, James, right? Yeah. Okay. And what about the army? Like, how's the process? Like, do they say, um, like, well, how does that work out? So I remember it was my recruiter, and then he brought a female. Female officer. Um, female. Um, a female recruiter as well. Okay. Um, we all kind of sat down. He talked to me. And all of a sudden, he's like talking about my forearms. <laughs> what? I have I have amazing forearms. I don't. I can't see because she has for the y'all that can't see. Obviously, she <laughs> has a on a thick ass sweater. I can't <laughs> see the forearms. But yeah, continue. Um, the pull up forearms, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so then he was like, "All right, like this is what happens. Like you're still in high school, so we can put you into depths, which is delayed entry program." Okay. Um. I didn't have to do shit. He used to take me out of school all the time just so I didn't have to be at school. Wait, We'd go to lunch. recruiter? Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. So you were <laughs> still in high school? Yeah. I was a senior. And what do you mean he was taking you out of school? Um, So obviously there's like a referral bonus. No, I didn't know that. What does that well, mean? Well, there is. So if I enlisted and then I got you to enlist. Which you would not have, but yes. Well, <laughs> but you're in front of me. <laughs> so I get a bonus. Okay. For Wow, so he was, that was kind of like. So but was, it was just I. Once I knew that's what I wanted to do, I didn't give a fuck. Like I didn't really care. I wish now that I tried harder in high school. Right. But I wasn't in a position where I had to. Yeah, I could literally. I had ready. classes. All I had to do was walk in, put my name on the paper, mm-hmm. and I got at least the C. Damn. Yeah. Is that a sign? It of was the, very political. My school. So was that because you they knew you had a link with the military, or no. was that just how the school was? That's just how it was. The fucking system, the education. <laughs> like my system. brothers were both smart. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a problem child, but I started the fun. You started the fun, but you yeah. was not the problem child. So you started the fire, and then you stepped back and watched. It yeah, like there was a solid month that me and my best friend tried to get suspended. You attempted to get suspended. Yeah. So every right. morning we would go. To breakfast. Okay. And then we would go tanning. Okay. <laughs> all of which we would do with the guys that we were seeing. Mm. We just wanted a week off of school to go to the beach. Right. So. <laughs> Jersey stuff, man. We don't do that in the Bronx. There's no going to the beach. Yeah. We just wanted to go down to the shore for a day and not have to worry about the school we missed. So uh-huh. we literally tried to get suspended. Uh-huh. I never even did in-school sus- um, in school detention. Like Saturday detention. None of that. Shit, I used to get detention all the time, man. Literally, we tried and we could not. Really? I went to a Catholic high school, which you would think is, um, my mom sent me to a Catholic high school. Like I told you when we was walking over here, like I got kicked out of school in seventh grade. Eighth grade was the year, excuse me, eighth grade was the year where 
my mom put me in a school across the street in my neighborhood with all of my friends. My best friend Egg is there, and that's also when I realized that um I like you know like I told you I really like titties. The girls was getting titties. They was letting me touch them. I'm gonna <laughs> touch all the titties, and ended up getting almost left back and everything like that. And because of that, my mom said um you can either go to a military school or or all boys school for high school. And definitely, again, I'm pussy. I'm not going to the old military <laughs> school. So I chose the old boys school, and I went to a Catholic school. And it was almost like um, I went to Cardinal Hayes in the Bronx. Big up Hayes, man. And totally forgot why I went on this path. But, like, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I forgot I went on this path. But it's okay. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, because you asked if he would take me out of school. Hmm? You asked about my recruiter taking me out of school. Right. and Right. And the military just was not an option for me. So I just went through school, and I didn't have the, like, get out of school, cut school. Yeah, like if I didn't want to do anything, I would call him up. Mm-hmm. And, all right, let's go get to, lunch. like, recruit other people? That was what he told the school. I mean, we didn't do anything, but we would go to, like, TGI Fridays, like, he would go with a you? half hour away. He, yeah, because it's a business lunch, so he doesn't even have to pay for the shit. So let me ask you he this. Did he cigarettes? make any, like, passes he wasn't supposed to make even early on? No. Okay. He was awesome. Okay. So he, good. like, ended up paying. I got pulled over. It was the first time. And I didn't have time to fight it. So he mm-hmm. just paid it. Okay. Shout out to the recruiter, <laughs> man. He was, like, okay. He was, like, a I was college like, recruiter. At a party kind of by the recruiting station mm-hmm. so like 30 minutes away mm-hmm. and i was at a party there for somebody's graduation and i ran out of cigarettes so he brought you cigarettes yes he sure that did motherfucker was doing <laughs> illegal shit. he was my bitch i can't even lie Ooh, don't say that about him i don't want him oh, knocking on my door listen i didn't say his name it's fine that's true, <laughs> that's true. let's name him um beefcake bob all right be his name bobby <laughs> <laughs> Beefcake Bob. All right, so cool. So you end up enlisting. And yeah. what happens after that? When you're like officially enlisted, like do you get sent I away? loved basic training. Did you? I loved it. It Is was it like so TV much fun. Where they, the man has a hat on and he's just yelling at you the entire time. So very much, but like the first week, mm-hmm. um, it's called reception. And it's literally like you're at fucking summer camp, right? Like everybody's just in your bay and okay. they get on the speaker oh good morning girls what it's time to get up you have breakfast in one hour get up get showered that sounds like the hunger game i swear to god it's <laughs> all like sweet and nice and yeah. just very hmm and then at some point during the day like if you guys want to practice your run like we can go on a mile jog okay bet so then they come <laughs> the last day they come and pick you up the drill sergeant okay so you haven't met the drill sergeant no sir this is almost like a setup (laughs) it ten thousand percent yeah yeah so i'm thankful that i knew going in it's all a fucking head game so somebody told you beforehand they're going to no it's just common sense really i mean you would think so right like but then again i can see a lot of people getting oh this isn't as bad as i thought it was and well but that's the hope right right so that's the goal of reception is to get you to relax and then all of a sense. sudden you're thrown into red phase. Red phase? Yeah, so that's okay. the first part of basic. So wait, is, I'm sorry, you, so go back. So you met your drill sergeant, right? So I met them. They pick you up on a fucking cattle cart, right? So you go from, oh, good morning, to people screaming at you. What? Literally screaming in your faces. Get on the fucking, like, I mean, I don't think they cussed at us, but 
get on the car, get on the car. Like, you have all your stuff. They're, like, screaming at you. Mm -hmm. You're, like, disoriented. Yeah, because you just came off of, like, Club Med section. Right. So now all of a sudden, we're standing. You can't sit. On the cattle thing? On the cattle cart. They shoved everybody into fucking cattle carts. Wait, so I'm sorry. Let me backtrack a little bit. You may have answered that on a bit. How long was the reception? A week. So they give you a week of, like, eh. Not, yeah, not I mean, bad. it might have been like five days, but okay, it's a week, it's yeah. a work week. Okay, so now it's like imagine getting thrown onto like a box truck. Okay, with I don't know, like two hundred people. Mm-hmm. You're not sitting. Mm-hmm. You're all holding stuff, <laughs> so you don't know where you are. Right. So all of a sudden you're driving. You're still getting screamed at. Like you cannot blink right. So everything you do is like yeah, that's the whole purpose, right? Jesus. So. Christ. We finally get there. So now the orders are grab your duffel bag, mm-hmm. right? Which is about this big. She made so a, like it's a large, four feet a large maybe, bag. Yeah. Three, four feet. And it goes like this. Like you have to hug this thing yeah. to move it. Yeah. It looks like and a body pillow. A little bit like bigger. A super big body yeah, pillow. Yeah. Okay. A big fat one. Okay. So you have the duffel bag. You have all your other shit. Mm-hmm. And they're telling you. Hold it, put your face in it, and walk off the cattle cart. Go put your shit over there, dress the right dress. Which means lining up perfectly. I mean, do you know what that means at that point? Yeah, I feel like, like you reception. do. Let me ask you about the reception. Do they give you any like idea of so what you might be getting into? They, not, I can't say that they give you an idea. They give you all your gear, your uniforms, um, your field book, which is like a little handbook. Okay. And, you know, you're expected to read it. We did. Okay. So, like, we could recognize rank and stuff, but nobody tells you. <laughs> right? Because watching movies and stuff, it's always yes, sir, no, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Nobody tells you that's not right. No, you don't say that in the movie. No, you say yes, drill sergeant. <laughs> so. So somebody had to fuck that up. And no, I think that's, I think it was kind of intentional. Right. That, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I did it. Oh, you was that you was that one? So congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm walking out, right? We have to go like this. We can't see anything. Mm-hmm. And now we have to go walk however like however far, probably from here to that park across the street. Okay. With so our heads like a, down. For people that don't know, because we're on audio, yeah. so I gotta explain. That's like a about a five or six minute walk from where she's talking about. So you got to walk five or six minutes with your face in a bag. In a bag, listening to these people's voices that you've never met while they scream at you. Yeah. And it's got to be all lined up with everybody else's. You mean like you guys got to be in step? Yeah, but it's an impossible task. Yeah, because you haven't been and you can't trained see. in that. So oh imagine God. walking down like two or three steps without being able to see. Yeah. So I'm not doing this. <laughs> and you have somebody behind you too, right? Who yeah, in front, and behind, on yeah. the sides. So I picked my head up and I walked Ooh. down. <laughs> so you was fucking up from jump. Right. You was like going to like Paulie Shaw in one of them military Well, bec- so they stormed me. What do you mean? What are you doing? Bah, 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 bah. They just, boom. Wow. Just imagine you hit a hornet's nest and they're all coming for you. So well, these how many, people, how many are, people do you have that's like watching you at this point? A lot. Okay. But it was like three that were in my face. Okay. And they were like, they asked me a question and I was like, no, ma'am. Ooh. Which led to more screaming and yelling. Do I look like a sheep to you? But, but, 
A sheep. Listen, I don't know. I don't know anything at this point. Uh-huh. I thought it's yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yeah. I mean, that so, seems polite. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? I do have manners. Yeah, that seems nice. Um, so they're all screaming at me. Yeah. And I just told them, like, I don't do well being screamed at because I never really was. Oh, you just gave them ammo. So, like, when I get anxious, I laugh. Yeah. And you're screaming in my face, I don't know you. So they're like, what are you doing? I said, well, I can't see. <laughs> right. I mean, that's a natural thing. Right. So I explained this to them. And yeah. they're like, oh, you have to trust us. And I said, I don't know you. Yeah, but how, wait, 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 wait. But you don't know the steps. So they're not telling you how long the steps right. are, how many steps there are. So, so they're like, oh, well, you just have to trust us. So I looked up and said, ma'am, I don't know you. <laughs> oh, no, you fucking up, bro. <laughs> I sure did. So now I have to drop everything, get down. And like I said, you know, like I was pretty athletic. Yeah. So now I have to do push-ups. All right. That's fine. So I'm sitting there. They come down to the ground with me. They're still screaming in my face. The brown round is touching my forehead. And I'm doing push-ups as they're still screaming. So I start laughing again. Oh, you are fucking <laughs> up. Yo, what are you doing? I cannot make it. Yeah, I've seen enough movies to know that this is not the way to go. I've been right, in enough well, coaching rooms to know that this is Then they the should have told go. us ahead of time. I don't know. So I'm laughing they are trying to scream at me until they look at my name, until which what? I'll tell you after the fact. Okay. But you'll see where this goes after. Yeah. Until they look at your name. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. It's not really a name that you can very angrily scream. <laughs> so now they start laughing. So now we're all laughing. Oh, that's even worse. Right. Now so now I have to get up. You. Yeah. So I'm standing there and everybody else has to drop. And start doing push-ups because I'm an asshole. You motherfucker. So they're still screaming. Yeah. They're yelling at everybody else now, too. And I said, am I supposed to feel bad? Because I don't. Bruh, no, no. Yo, you're doing it all <laughs> wrong. Like, you're making me want to tell you to do push-ups now. What are you doing, yo? <laughs> so that was that. We had to go down to the pit. What's that? Um, It was just like an area where the grass kind of went like this. Like and like we all valley? had to do a bunch of stupid shit. Like a valley kind of Yeah. Okay. And they're like, all right, get out of our face. Damn, man. So you, you, so basically. But I got to hold my head up and watch where I was going, the fuck. But see, <laughs> yo, you even saying that, you literally, you know what I imagine? It's going to be mad old, but I think of um, uh, Police Academy and you're like, so, like Mahoney. And I have not seen not, that in so long. Yo, me either, but like you, everything you're doing right now is like, you are. I doing was, the, I was that person. You're like that rebellious. I'm not going to do this. And then you end up being like the best soldier, like Captain yes. America or some shit like that. So. Wait, before you move on, let me ask you this, just for the visual of it. Your people that you're with, is this um, um, both male and female, yeah. or is this all females? Mostly male. Okay. I was military police. Okay, MP. Oh, my boy's MP. Okay, yeah, shout so it's very much a man's field. Yeah. Um, so we go through basic. That shit was so much fun. Basic was fun. <laughs> I swear to God, it was. So it wasn't like Full Metal Jacket or nothing. L- listen, every every reference I feel that I like have is based off. That's of not completely wrong. It's okay. literally you can't do anything right in Red Face. Okay. Right, like you get four minutes to use the bathroom. What do you mean? They oh, no. time you. No, I, you have four you minutes they, like to shower. They're in the showers with you. But they don't time me to like take a shit though, because I like taking shits. I like taking. Um, time. it wasn't necessarily timed, but the toilet paper was rationed. What kind of shit is that? What do you <laughs> you get two squares if you're peeing, and you get four if you're taking a poop. 
Let me tell you something right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I am thanking myself even more for not going to the military because I like to take shits and I like to use my toilet paper. In all fairness, it. it was only during red phase that it was like that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you can't restrict my shits. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the food kind of does, so it's fine. Nah, it doesn't matter. I'll figure out a way. <laughs> I'll, I'll get there. That's my piece. That's, that's my that's my safety zone. Yeah. Four squares. How, what do you mean? Like, how do you delegate? Like, four squares at a time. I don't know. Who gives them to you? Is there like the drill sergeant? When I say that they are there with you, what kind of shit is this? I mean, they're not okay. So they're not watching you like take a crap, but I mean, your bathroom's right there. So like, if I was in there, you would be at the door. But well, it's like a latrine, so you can have. I mean, you can hear how long the toilet paper is going. Oh my god! And I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I'm not a drill sergeant. I want. That's to crazy. Be, I work in healthcare. <laughs> so, <laughs> we get all the way through the gas chamber. That sounds scary as a claustrophobic. That sounds terrifying. It's not me. bad. So then after the gas chamber, because I was corrections, what right? So military police was like my secondary. Um, I was a prison guard. Okay. For prisoners of the like, military. soldiers who was acting up. Yeah. Okay. So there wasn't enough of us to make a class. So now we have to do this all over again. Wow. <laughs> right? We went from... Delta Company to Charlie. Okay. So we got held over. Wow. So now we're there. And by the time we left, it wasn't red phase anymore. So you're getting to kind of know your drill sergeants like as humans. Yeah. Well, maybe not humans yet, but more as soldiers and not these dickwads waking you up at four o'clock in the morning. And there was okay. one. I love her. Um, We'll call her Shirley. I'm going to forget that. I'll, I'll That's write it fine. Down again. I'll remember. <laughs> So she was she was tall, like close to six feet. Oh, big God. black woman. Ooh. I loved her. What's her Instagram? Something I don't know. Tell us what's up. She had my voice drop for her. Tell us what's up, baby. Don't be a weirdo. <laughs> so now we're starting over. Okay. Now I met my battle buddy. What does that mean? Um, you get assigned a battle buddy, so you basically can't leave this person. I have heard of that. I actually have heard of that. Yeah. I've heard of that. Okay. Um, I'm, I love her now, but oh, during basic, we did not see eye to eye on a lot of things. She was from Chicago okay. and she was like, I'm not short. I'm right. not like extraordinarily tall, right. but I'm not short. She is. Okay. And it's funny how you bring that up. Like, what does that matter? It, it's just funny. Okay. <laughs> so she comes up to like hear on me. Okay. And she's like a goddamn like chihuahua. Okay. Oh, so she's like here screaming yeah. at me. Well, not screaming, but like bitching at me. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. Shut up. So that was that, a good chihuahua impersonation, by the way. Huh? That was a good impersonation. Thanks, I tried. <laughs> so then I remember the first time we were marching to Chow. Mind you, I already did the red, the red phase. Mm-hmm. None of these people have, to include my battle buddy. <laughs> So you're like the veteran so, right now. Yeah. So, so we're marching. All of a sudden, Shirley is across the quad, you know? Like, right. she's out there. Good morning. <laughs> right? Like, right. we're going to present <laughs> is my last name. Yeah. So <laughs> now I look nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was next. I was like two rows behind a drill sergeant. He was like, go ahead. So I said, good morning, Shirley. Yeah, yeah. Yo, my battle buddy said, what the fuck are you doing? She was so afraid that we were all going to get in trouble because I broke protocol. Yeah, yeah. 
And then she kind of realized, like, oh, okay, cool. Hey, calm down. Yeah. That's, that's Iron's girlfriend, the, yeah. the sergeant. That's fine. <laughs> so that's kind of how I went through basic from yeah. the first time I stepped off the cattle cart. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the second company, once okay. they also tried to yell at me angrily right. and realized they could but not. at that point, you was already, like, kind of seasoned. Right. So then I was like, oh, this shit's a breeze. Did you see any kind of, like, um... What's the unwanted sexual advances or something like that at that time or any no. kind of like aggressiveness or anything? No, like all the guys were upstairs. So um, you slept in separate barracks? No, we were in the same barracks, but all the males were upstairs. All the females were downstairs. So you was in the same building but different floors? Yeah. Okay, I got you. So you wasn't like your next door neighbor wasn't a dude named No, okay. not at all. Okay, cool. Because um, that would sound like a disaster when it <laughs> happened. So, I don't know. We graduated, and then I was supposed to go to Germany. Yeah. And that didn't happen. It didn't. And that's what we're going to get into. Yeah. So, so at this point, how far... So, again, me not knowing the way that the military is set up. Mm-hmm. You're a private, I guess? Yeah. I enlisted as an E2. Okay. So, I was like private second class. So, what does that mean? Um, I mean, it's basically nothing okay. in the army, but it's better than just a regular private. Okay, cool. Whatever. Yeah. All right. And so were you stationed? You don't have to tell me where, but you were stationed in someplace, not Jersey, right? So you were away from home, right? Yeah. And now at this point you start what? Like what's, what's your next step? Cause I know you ended up <clears throat> getting into a situation. I was going life changing and I was going to go to Mannheim. Okay. Straight after basic. Okay. Um, after basic. Yeah. Okay. Like after graduation, mm-hmm. which happened to be on a Friday. Okay. So everybody staying stateside, they left after graduation. I got you because they don't like, have to go that course. night. Yeah. Um, everybody who had orders to go overseas, mm-hmm. we had to stay the weekend because we weren't shipping out until Monday. Do you get to decide, or they decide who's going overseas and who stays? When you enlist, um. You get to kind of pick, like you put one, two, three. As in like your preferred destination, you mean? Like you can choose the Bronx, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and Tokyo? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So I got my first pick. I wanted to go to Germany. Nice. Um, So I was supposed to go there. So everybody going overseas, we had to stay um, we were not allowed to stay in the barracks okay. because they had to prep it for the next Good class. class in, yeah. um, did you miss the barracks when you was leaving? Like, did you like low key kind of miss that part? I missed my drill sergeants. My girlfriend. <laughs> my, well, I missed sure. her <laughs> for like the last nineteen weeks that okay. I was okay. in basic because I only did like six or seven with her. Got you. And then I had a different set of people. Right. Um. So, it was 17 of us. So, you know, we're all like 18-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, 18. Heavy hormone age. Huh? Heavy hormone age. Yeah. Right. So, we're not allowed to say where we've been. So, obviously, we're all just going to go get a hotel. We're going to party. Whatever. So, the military put you in a hotel because you can't stay in the barracks. Yeah. Or on a base or whatever. Sorry. And is the hotel on the base or is it like No, off? it's off post. Okay. 
because like where it was the training facility, so there was no. Yeah, there's no way to house you. Yeah, so. Um, we all went to a hotel. My battle buddy was stateside, so she left me. Okay. Um. Well, she didn't leave me, but you know she shipped out. Yeah. yeah. So now we have assigned battle buddies so you have a new for one. the weekend. So you have one just for the weekend, a brand new one. Yeah. So like, sorry, to get deeper into the battle buddy part. So this is something. So I, I was listening to an interview about SEALs and SEALs training. Yeah. And that's when I said, I, you know, I told you I heard of that before, a battle buddy. And they'll test you, like you and I battle buddies. And they'll say, go run 20 miles. And if I take off without you, then I'm like in violation yeah. or something like that. And so, I mean, it was to the point, like, during basic, we had to memorize each other's, like, socials and everything. Word? Yeah. Oh, my God. So you can get well, all the information. Not, like, <laughs> memorize it, memorize but, like, because we were going to be quizzed. So we need to be able to read off, like, the dog tag. Gotcha. Of, okay. And, like, okay. know where they're from, like, all right. the shit. Right. Um, so you have one assigned yeah. to you for the weekend? Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's kind of the thing. Like, you're not allowed to leave them. Me and my uh, battle buddy. Any circumstance, though? Like, no. Me and my battle buddy. Yeah. So when I say it's funny that she's this short, like, not just because she's, like, barking at me mm-hmm. from, like, my chin. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't particularly, we didn't not like each other, but we didn't particularly get along. Yeah, you didn't click. It happened. Yeah. yeah. Eventually we did, but not so much. We got tied together. Right. Maybe they did that on purpose. Like, you know the whole, like, get-together shirt? No. <laughs> so, it's a thing. It was, like, a couple years ago, and parents would put, like, their toddlers, like, to be funny, what, into... Put them in one shirt? Yeah. Like, so, they like have to stay together. Oh, shit. Okay. So, now we're, like, tied together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she's, like... The little one. This tall. And from what you're telling me, and from what I do know about you, you are pretty chill. Like, you and I are pretty similar like that. You seem very, like, laid-back, kind of. And if you have one that's like fiery, that's a complete opposite. Yeah. That's an interesting like tag team duo. That's a good yeah. movie. <laughs> you know? I love her. Oh, you don't know you love her? You still talk to her? No, not I can't say I mean, it's been a couple of years since I've talked to her. I still follow her. She still follows me. Okay. So that's cool. So this still Yeah. Kind of so like, like we're like acquaintances, but it's one of those things where like you can't undo that experience. Yeah, yeah, so like whether she likes it or not. Yeah, yeah. You have what up battle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, all right, so Again, so just to kind of keep the structure of the story going. So your new battle buddy is not this one. Correct. This is somebody new. Yeah. Like, I, we knew each other, but not. Was this somebody from, like, when you was doing the same basic training? Yeah, then, we all did it okay, together, okay. but. So she's not a complete stranger. Right. I only knew her name, though. Okay. Because you've seen her around before. Yeah. Okay. Which we clicked. So that was fine. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, So we get up to the room, and they're like, yeah, like, let's have a party. Like. You know, we're celebrating, mm-hmm. which that's a big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. So, all right, but so me and her went to go to the gas station to get disposable cameras, right? Wow, because this is old school. Okay. we're breaking the rules. What year is this? 2003. Oh my God. We're going to break cameras. the rules. You know, yeah. obviously, we're going to fucking make evidence. Yeah, yeah. Because we're idiots, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, as we go to open the door, we almost get punched in the face. What do you mean? By who? Wait, open the door Two to of where? our drill sergeants. Open the door to where? To, to walk leave? out of the hotel room. Okay. Right? So we open the door as they're like this. Oh, shit. That's like a movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so what she just did is as she's opening the door, they're knocking on the door. Yeah. So that was almost like some house party shit. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, hello, drill sergeant. Yeah, yeah. 
oh no no like y'all are done like you can call me in so so now they're trying to be buddy buddy so i'm like mm. so they're like oh like what are y'all doing like what do you want to drink so we're like well drill sergeant we're just going to the gas station to get some snacks so wait hold on i'm sorry so now these people that just spent their time yelling at you yeah are now, so like i'm not in a greek fraternity but that almost seems like the people that's like i don't want to say hazing but whatever the process is again to all my greek people i don't know how it goes but like these are the same people that was at one time giving you orders and telling you do this and this yeah. and this and that are like yo what do you want to drink like let's do it really yeah I didn't know how so how goes. we are lying on our ass like oh we're just gonna go get some snacks and stuff and okay. like cameras which that's not a lie that's, you said you're gonna get snacks and yeah we weren't the ones sent to get alcohol like right. we weren't 21 yeah that's right <laughs> True. so oh no like they there was two of them but the one insisted to the point where i was like uh budweiser and she okay. said hypnotic Hip, yeah, that's very 2003. Hypnotic. <laughs> Holy shit. Did you get some fucking Alizé too? <laughs> so we have to walk because, you know, obviously we don't have cars. Yeah. We get back and eventually they come back. He has a whole case of Budweiser. Yeah. yeah. Right. And a big ass bottle of Hypnotic. Um, hypnotic. I don't know if that state is like Pennsylvania where it's like you can basically only buy a case. Uh, yeah. It's weird how different states. Yeah, different so I don't know, rules, right? Because, like I said, like we were eighteen, yeah. we had no idea. Okay. Um, but that's what ended up. He got me a whole case, right. and her big bottle, like bigger than the, the wine bottle, the wrapper out, the wrapper yeah. drink from the two thousand. So like it was weird, straight away from like when they were asking what we wanted to drink. Yeah. And like we were they, talked. I'm about sorry. It. Were the two drill sergeants both men? Yeah. Okay. Um. Like, we were talking about it on the way to the gas station. Like, mm-hmm. yo, what the heck? Mm-hmm. So, they're going into a toast. Right. And like I said, like, we pointed out, like, yo, what the fuck? Like, this shit is weird. Mm-hmm. So, the one that, like, insisted on buying alcohol for us. Yeah. He gives a toast. Okay. I don't, I didn't even listen to it. I was like about to shit my pants because what the fuck are we doing like this is so fucking weird it is kind of weird it's like yeah. it's shifting the dynamic of the power structure kind of. Yeah. yeah so literally i took one sip of a budweiser mm-hmm. for the toast mm-hmm. and i was like oh i forgot my family's downstairs i have to meet them okay. at whatever like nine o'clock whatever yeah. time so he's like all right so he's like oh let me talk to you quick mm-hmm. so he follows me out okay and this was actually like my favorite drill sergeant. Okay. Besides and Shirley. What? Besides my baby Shirley. Yeah. Okay. Um, by the time you graduate, these are people that they might as well have raised you. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. Like, you end up having, like, strong relationships with mm-hmm. them. So, for him to be like, yeah, I want to talk to you about going to Germany, that's nothing. Yeah, nothing to think about you got a comfort with this person. Yeah. yeah so we're walking down the hall mm-hmm. and he's like oh i just have to i forgot something like let me just pop in here so we're in the middle of this conversation mm-hmm. and he's telling me all the stuff i need to know about germany yeah and he's like oh i have to get something for my room so without thinking i just follow him in of course you had that comfort yeah so yeah. he's like oh i have to go to the bathroom real quick right like, let me do that first. And you had no suspicion of anything N- stupid? Literally none. Of course not. Because, like, I removed myself from the awkward position. Right. Because, like, the drill sergeant that was with him, he came in to basically, like, the last few weeks. 
So okay. he was still, he was so like. So you didn't know him? Yeah. We okay. didn't have that relationship with him. Right. So I figured, you know, oh, like I was bugging. It's this other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, He comes out of the bathroom and I was like a hundred and like maybe 40 pounds. Right. Um, I'm sorry, hold on. Sorry if y'all hear people in that. In the background, we do work out of my apartment. And I live in the Bronx, and there are people in the hallway right now. So I'm sorry for that. Just for the audio, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Kay. I just wanted to make that clear because they're getting on my fucking nerves. But continue. I'm sorry. Um. So he opens up, and he's like, he's tall. He's big. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was thin, but you can tell he was like he was ripped. Yeah. And like at least six three. Okay. Like if not six five. Right. That's and a big guy. That's intimidating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he comes out of the bathroom and he's just like, boom, puts his hands like that on my shoulders mm-hmm. and throws me on the bed. So wait, hold on, hold on. So we go from walking down the hallway, talking about Jeremy. Having a regular conversation. Come in here with me real quick. Comes out the bathroom and then just grabs you and throws you on the bed. Literally. Crazy. Yeah. And you had, yeah. Continue, I'm sorry. So, now I'm laying there like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I am like panicking inside. Yeah. What but, did you do at that moment? I mean, it was literally like maybe a second yeah. from the time I was on the bed and his forearm was across my throat. Wow. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> all right. Why the fuck didn't he just ask if he wanted to like, you know, because there's one thing that I always tell everybody, all of my young boys and my cousins and everything like that. Just ask. Like, if she wants to do it, she'll make that decision. You know, like, you don't have to force it. But this, from what you're telling me, doesn't seem like it was just about the vagina. He was on some power it trip It was shit. very forceful. Yeah, he was on some power trip shit. Um, To the point where, surprise, I wasn't wet enough to get raped. Oh, yeah, no shit. So he ate me out. So it was like, I swear to God, that was the first time. Wait, so let me ask you this. So, did he come out the bathroom, like, assed out? Like, how does this work out? He didn't have pants on. All right. So, when he came, again, if there's anything that makes you uncomfortable, do tell me. You know, we'll we'll stop this shit immediately. So, when he comes out and you see him with no pants, what is your initial thought? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I just froze. Did you say something? Well, you didn't there have wasn't time. even time. I mean, like when I say he's like six three, six five, like that's what I mean. Like, yeah, that's a so big step. It's a hotel room, yeah, so like, I feel like from that bathroom to somewhere in between us mm-hmm. is how much space there was. That's one step for him. So it was he opened the door and just boom. You know what I mean? Like it's not like from here yeah, to yeah, like the you. fridge. Yeah, you didn't have enough time to react, but yeah. So he throws you on the bed, and he. Tries to fuck you. Excuse my language, but if you don't, yeah. he tries to have intercourse, vaginal intercourse with you, and you're not wet. No bullshit. Yeah. The, the, the psychology of this, and if y'all can see my face, I'm like, what the fuck, right? So He looks a little disgusted. Yeah, because I don't get it. It's like, so I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to try to make her feel pleasurable. He literally. To fuck her. Yeah. Against her will. Yeah. What kind of shit is that? You know? So I don't know if that was to actually get me wet. I don't, I mean. Maybe it was to get him hard. I, well, I was going to, that was my other thing. Yeah. Because next thing you know, he's literally like got a stick down my throat. Like face fucking me. Like has my jaw. Yo. Like there's nothing. So at this point when this is happening. 
So like wait, I so know he, it's about to happen. So he goes from eating you out to now he's face fucking yeah. You. So at this moment, like during this whole process, from just the beginning of it, are you thinking ahead of what can happen? Or are you I thought I was moment, about to like, die. Fuck? He kept his arm. Like imagine being taller than you are, mm-hmm. right? Like your wingspan. Yeah, is pretty tall. Sorry, high. Yeah. So he kept his. Yo. So my whole thing was, I'm about to get murdered. Yeah. Like my windpipe is about to get crushed. That aggressive. Yeah. That's what the only time he didn't was when he was had his dick in my mouth. Then he was like on top of me doing that. That's not his first time doing that either. I'm going with no. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to bet that's not his first time doing that. I agree. So then he takes it to the vaginal penetration from there. Without a condom, I assume. Nope. So this nigga's just reckless in general, too. With a whole family. No, are you serious? Yeah. Motherfucker, man. Um. Probably with daughters, too. I don't know. Yeah. Motherfucker, man. That's horrible. So, like... So when he got done, he just picked up my pants and threw them at me. And said, nobody's gonna believe you anyway. Whoa. And you know what? So... You telling me that right there, it kind of like the research that I was doing with this, the mili- the system is made to make it impossible to prosecute these people. Pretty much. And just generally in rape, rape cases in general, even civilian rape cases, a lot of times the victim isn't um, believed, first of all, or the immediate reaction, the immediate um, um, approach is, well, what are you doing there? Or... Did you have your pussy out or did you do this and this and this? And it's like, well, you're blaming the victim of that. So you're already going up against a mountain. You're going up a mountain already. Yeah. And the fact that he knows that, A, lets me very clearly know that that's not his, you're not his only, oh, we don't mind the word victim, but you're not his only victim. And, um, wow. So what happened after that? So when we had first gotten to the hotel, right? When you and your... Everybody, yeah. yeah. Um, there was two Marines, and they gave me their room number. Two guy Marines. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was in my pocket. That's where I was gonna go when I said I had to meet my family. Oh, you were gonna go? I was because you already felt uncomfortable. Yeah, I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. So. Holy shit! I (laughs) put my pants on, and I just walked out. And he actually, he left before me. Like, wow. he threw them and walked out. And when he was, like, leaving was when he was, like... But doesn't that, like... Nobody's going to believe you. So let me ask you this. Kind of graphic. Like, where did he come at? Isn't that evidence? But then again, he can't say that he forced that. Yeah. Okay. So I went to these guys' room, mm-hmm. who I've never met except for two yeah. seconds in the fucking lobby. Right. But what do you do at that point? Because he's back with everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I went and I like literally like banged down these guys' door. Right. And eventually they opened. I said, don't look at me. Don't touch me. Just wow. let me in. Wow. And they did. Wow. Um, these two guys ended up sharing a bed. I wonder if they knew. I wonder if they had like an idea. I'm assuming because they didn't ask. They didn't bother me. Not one bit. They said, are you okay? Right. And they, they said, probably knew. Yeah. Like, they probably knew. 
literally they shared a bed so I can have one to myself. Wow. Shout out to them. Yeah. Wow. You know, and it's so weird. The reason why I say they knew, like I said, I do my research every now and then. I try. That's my book of information statistics. Right. So I don't know how many. I, I meant to look that up. How many actually enlisted soldiers there are in the United States military branches everywhere. But it seems to be such a common sexual assault is such a common part of military life. Last I knew it was one in four, but that was like years ago. That's what I read. So I actually have numbers here where this is six years ago. It's a little old. Um, 2012, it said 26,000 assaults were were, um, committed. But again, that's probably a higher number because how many people did not come forward? And then they were touting for what I was reading. They was all excited and, oh, we've gotten better. And they went down to 19,000 yeah. in 2014. Get the fuck out of here with that <laughs> shit. Again, this is what is reported. Reported, You know, so that number might be doubled, you know, tripled. I don't, I, mean, I, I don't know how many soldiers are enlisted, so I can't make that assumption. But I don't know, yeah. So it's like these guys probably know that that's like your friend that you talked about from the beginning, you know, before you enlisted, don't go to the Marines. This is almost like something that comes with the territory, whether yeah. it's, and they probably knew, and they just probably don't know what to say about that shit. Yeah. Um, I don't even, like, I never even knew their names. Yeah. Did you ever but, speak to them again? No, that's what I'm saying. I never even knew their name. Right. Like, they told me when they introduced themselves, and then they wrote their room number. Damn, they knew. I think they knew what happened. Well, they were asking if, like, I wanted to hang out later. No, but I mean, when you came to the door, yeah, I think they knew what I I think so, because they were so... Fuck, man. Yeah. And it's like, this is a place where you're supposed to be, I know. These people trained you to go to battle. Like, you're supposed to trust them with your life. Well, this is the funny part. One thing that I saw is, like, a, a, a person has a higher chance of being sexually assaulted than they do of being killed in combat in the, in the military. And... I saw that on three different sources, and one of them was, I think it was New York Times, and the other two were, um, I forgot, but that was like YouTube shit, mm. so can't really verify them, but the one was New York Times. I don't think it's completely unreasonable. I don't think so either. From what I was reading, it doesn't, and the thing is, like, we live in a world where, unfortunately, men feel that they are entitled to your body and everything yep. that comes with it. Now, I say that, you know, you, you know me well enough to know I, I am very about um what's the word um accountability mm. i do have issues with a lot of the way things go like women will say this and do the same shit but blame us for it yeah you know what i'm saying which is bullshit to me I agree. but this particular situation there's no fucking excuse for it you know and again the fact that they feel entitled to your body to and but this guy i don't even think it was necessarily the body this dude was it, mentally fucked it's, up Usually not. It's usually it's a power shit. Yeah, it's the power shit. And then I during my research too, I saw that a lot of men get f- molested, and mm-hmm. which I I'm not gonna say it's worse. I think it's um as that's a man, never addressed huh? for as much as like women are yeah. not addressed. Yeah, like it's even more. Well, because for the longest time it was don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, yo, exactly. So that came with that extra weight of like you can't be gained. So it's kind of almost a pass. Because now I can do this to you and you can't say shit. Fucking crazy. Yeah. And then just in general, as a man, I can tell you as a man, it's like, if I was in that, I, I can't say what I would do in that situation. Everybody would say, well, that shit would never happen. To yeah, me. there's the always. Yeah, come on. Like, that's bullshit. And Right, do you know how many times I've been asked, like, oh, well, why didn't you fight back? 
What are you supposed to do? What do you mean? I thought my windpipe was about to get yeah, crushed. and this dude is twice your like, size and he's military. Yeah, do trained. I fight or do right. I like live through this? Right. So what happened after that? So I ended up staying with these fucking strangers. Yeah, yeah. Thank God that they um, didn't do no wild shit. I shit. shut my phone off because one of the girls that were there... um. So the people who got... Remember I told you we started off in one company and then went to the other? Mm-hmm. There was a few of us. We weren't in the open bay of mm-hmm. the barracks. We were all kind of shoved into rooms. Open bay, like kind of like a, just like... A like how you would toy. see it in the movie. Like okay. just bunk, 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 yeah, bunk, yeah, bunk. Yeah. Okay. There was two bunks. So there was like four of us in one room. Mm-hmm. And there was like three rooms. Mm-hmm. So we were the ones who already did like the other shit. Yeah. Um, one of the girls that was there was one of my roommates. Okay, not your... Not the battle buddy, buddy, but my roommate. Okay. Um, So she knew me well enough to know, like, yo, why didn't she come back? Right. By then, we were allowed to have cell phones. Okay. Because, you know, we graduated. So she kept calling. Yeah. And I didn't want to talk to... I literally didn't want to be seen. Were you, like, ashamed? Like, how do you... Humiliated. Even though that was not... And just a mess. your power. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um... I just so, felt so stupid. Why? Because why would I put myself in that situation? But see, again, that's like victim shaming, right? Right. So it's all hindsight, you know? So like, Which, but you were kind of victim shaming yourself. Well, no, I'm saying in that moment, that's right. how I felt. You just, that's what you asked. Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, because you went into the room. Yeah. So right. I didn't want to go back to our room because presumably that's where he was. Imagine having to see that motherfucker again. Right. He so I'm went not, right back in there. I'm not like going to. Happened. So I stayed. Yeah. This girl kept calling me. I shut off my phone. Right. Um, I missed formation in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one who kept calling, like the one that was my roommate, she told the other drill sergeants mm-hmm. something happened to mm-hmm. K. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually they find me. Your roommate. In the room. Well, drill sergeants and police. Did that particular drill sergeant was one of them? No. Okay. Um, it was one of my female sergeants and two MPs. Okay. Came and picked me up from this room. Oh, yeah. So here I'm like, I realized I missed formation. I'm fucked. Because really? like, how do you explain that? No. Yeah. Because like he threatened like my career. And I didn't want to, that's what I wanted to do. This, the drill sergeant. Yeah. Okay. Like, I wanted to get to Germany and just fucking forget the whole thing. Right. Nope, they took me, they took me straight down to, like, the police station. Okay. And typically it would be an interview. Right. They basically just straight up put me in interrogation. Like, you were the... After they realized I wasn't saying shit. About the actual situation. Yeah. Right. Oh, like what happened when, you know, you left and he went with you. Right. Oh, we talked. So why didn't you down him out? I wanted to just forget it. Like he put that in me. Like nobody's going to believe me. Right. So that's what you were remembering. Like. Yeah. Right. So nope, we just talked. Like. So then I was literally there for hours. Mm-hmm. And they told me a thousand different ways. That, like, they told me directly. They were mm-hmm. very compassionate about it, actually. So do you think they were actually trying to find out? 
they told me we know something happened we just need you to tell us but you know what's crazy even if they know like so from what i read like your your justice system is the military justice system is different than outside and your commanding officer your commander is the one that decides if that case gets pushed forward well that was my next step right so i went from police Mm -hmm. um i had to put on a uniform Mm -hmm. and then go see my commander how did you feel about putting a uniform on at that point i don't think i felt any type of way about it yet because by then like i was there basic training was 19 weeks okay plus the extra weeks that I already did. Mm-hmm. So I was there for like 20 something weeks. Okay. By then, like that's what you know. It was more weird to be in regular clothing. Um, so I had to put on my BDUs and go see my um, commander. Mm-hmm. Wait, so when you say you had to go see him, was this just like part of the course or you were actively having like a session with him directly? Because of something. I got called down to his office. Go. Okay. Because of all this, where were you? Mm-hmm. Like, so now he's questioning me. Mm-hmm. Which was, I think, easier because I knew him. You knew the commanding officer already? Yeah, you deal with him in basic. Okay. Not too much, but it's better than I just saw you when I opened up the door. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So... He's like, I know you didn't just talk. So what happened? Yeah. Um, The police brought it up that, you know, he's got a family. That the the asshole. So this is fraternization. Who the fuck cares if he has a family at that point? Um, The UCMJ. It was what? It's like illegal in the military to cheat. Yeah, I heard that. You can't cheat on your wife in the military, right? Yep. And guess what? If you cheat on your wife with me, I'm getting in trouble too. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, totally different laws. That got brought up. Um, My commander tried to get it out of me. Mm -hmm. And when he realized that he literally like threw his pen against the desk, not angrily, Mm -hmm. but just he's frustrated with me. Right. Because because I'm being difficult. What about Which is true. Why didn't you say this about this man i wanted to leave i didn't want to be around so you were afraid that if you would have said yes he did this then I now i have to stay here question. with him right and then so no nope, like i just want to i want to get to germany that's the only thing on my head like okay. get me out of here yeah um so he brought it up okay well if you want to do it your way let me tell you what i know mm-hmm. i know that you were drinking mm-hmm. so i'm going to ask you mm-hmm. Did you drink? Were well, you not supposed to be drinking? Correct. Okay. Even if you were 21, you're still considered you're in training, so you're okay. not allowed. So I said, sir, I took one sip of a Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I left. Mm-hmm. So boom, I broke the rules. And that's all that matters at that point. Yeah. Fucking bullshit, man. I got an Article 15, so they took my pay, my rank, and gave me extra duty. However, if I want to sign this here paper, mm-hmm. they'll reverse it. Sign the paper saying that this is what this man did. So the paper acknowledged that it happened, but that I had reason. Well, I had a part in it. So you were implicit in your own rape. 
yeah. having a sip of Budweiser. So I wouldn't sign it. Mean? Of course not. Right? Like, I would rather just act like this shit never fucking happened. But, but let me ask you this. So if you, like, because you pretty much made yourself guilty when you said you took a sip. Right. And I could have lied about it. But right. But you did. It's almost like if you get a speeding ticket and you say, well, I was doing I was going 27 so and a 25. Like, right. You're immediately guilty. But you already faced those penalties by admitting that. So why not bring this motherfucker down with you? Because to, I, no. Because <laughs> you just didn't. You just in my head, I'm it. still going to Germany. Yeah. But I'm not going to be an E2. I'm just going to be an E1. Okay. I got you. So this was January 31st. Mm-hmm. Oh, we shit, were there. To the day. Yeah, I uh, know. Uh, I know that. I, I, I noticed. Holy shit, that wasn't planned. But hence, the, hence the. Yeah. The beverages. Okay, yeah, we've been drinking in here. I actually broke my fast a little bit. and have uh, Don't much. blame that. No, 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 not at all. No, no, not at all. I'm actually glad that we was able to do that. I didn't go crazy. I had a little, little yeah, glass of good. whiskey. She had some Ziffendales. <laughs> White Ziffendales. Yeah, I don't drink wine. I don't know what that shit is. But, um, yeah, I'm, so no, I'm, I'm glad that we. To me, yeah. the easiest way out. Okay, I took one sip of Budweiser. I mm-hmm. broke the rules. Mm-hmm. Send me to Germany. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um. We were there until I was there until like April, I want to say. Where? In the um, at the training barracks. Okay. And then they never sent, did you get to Germany? Nope. You never got to Germany? Nope. They took my orders. Wow. Because we were all held under investigation. We had gag orders. Yeah. After the first week, we weren't allowed to speak. So this On is my, all, this is just one big, it's a rigged game. So it gets better. <laughs> on my on my birthday, okay, we were handed a script and had to call home and read it, and then just all right, I gotta go. Mm. So that's how I spent my nineteenth birthday. It was, oh. hey, mom and dad, I'm still here. Everything is fine. I'll call you when I know more. Right. So did your parents know about the situation? No, you didn't tell them because you had to not the gag the. We were not allowed to talk about it. And then it got to the point where my drill sergeants were just kind of like fed up with us. Because yeah. we were like, some people just didn't know right. why right. we were being held. Right. Um, I was irate because I'm not even the one who fucking said anything. So why am I being held here? Right. So this, this system is not. So I know there's like, this is getting more light. You know, it's getting a little bit more. Um, you want some more? No, my throat's just dry. All right. So it's getting, um, this is getting a little bit more awareness to it. I think, uh, I think it's Senator Gildebrand or something like that. She's, sounds about right. Huh? That name sounds familiar. Right. So she's trying, let's look it up right now. So she's trying to create a, uh, a better policy and a better way of dealing with this because the Good judicial luck. system in there is it's set up to like again it's like the commanding officer is the one that decides if he's going to prosecute this who might know this officer in all fairness yeah. he he really did try right to so get me one of the ones that was actually trying to yeah so i can't blame him okay um for going forward and doing he thought that once i realized mm-hmm. I'm going to get in trouble, mm-hmm. then, all right, let me flip the script. I'll tell you what happened. Right. But honestly, I just wanted to fucking get out of there. Right. I didn't know I was going to be there for months. Right. And at the end of the day, what you were trying to achieve by not saying nothing didn't happen anyway. Correct. So were you able to go back and make it a 
second charge no. or was it <laughs> charge but was it like double jeopardy where you can't like the case has been dismissed? It was I think the option was there for a while. I just wouldn't I avoided everybody as much as you can right. when you're on training post as a trainee. Um and did you meet anybody else that had to, or I guess they wouldn't have said anything, right? Well, as I found out yeah. while we're there, okay. um, oh, we all got thrown into like group therapy. <laughs> who's who's we all? Everybody talking? that got held over, all so seventeen of that us. Was at that particular party. Yeah, my drill sergeants didn't know what to do. So was this guy also included in that? No, he was also under investigation, so we didn't see him the whole time. Okay, but um, there was a point in time when they did try to sit us down as like an informal thing mm -hmm. and explain, you know, like this is what happened. Mm -hmm. So if anything happened to you, please come forward. Right. Um, come to find out I wasn't even the only one that night. So my assigned battle buddy, he fucked with your assigned battle buddy too. Mm -hmm. Both of the drill sergeants and five privates. Wait, what? Wait, I'm sorry. So, so you're a battle buddy and five other privates. When I didn't go back, guy. apparently more shit happened. So when you did it, oh, so that same night. Yeah. Holy shit. Which, from a very trusted source, I learned a few years ago, which is like well after the fact, mm -hmm. um, that that might not be entirely true. That he messed with the other Yeah, one. and that it was more she... The story I got, and it's hard because, like, I know what happened to me, so mm -hmm. I don't want to be like, oh, that didn't happen to her, yeah. and take away from it if yeah. it did. Yeah. But I very much love and trust, like, the guy that was telling me this shit, and he was there. And he had told me basically the all night um, she was trying to prove she wasn't a lesbian. She was trying to prove that she wasn't a lesbian. And let them run a train. All right. Which. Even if, like, you put your dick inside of me and I'm like, no, mm -hmm. like, stop. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, pull it out. Yeah. Because if you don't, that's Absolutely. rape. Absolutely. So without being there, I don't know the truth of it See, anymore. that's the scary thing with that kind of, I've been involved in two trains and two different girls, right? Yeah. And the first one that we did, she seemed like she was with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, you know, whatever. We met her that day. Things happened. We're kind of going to another side, but, you know, we'll get back to your situation. And I left early. And I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. This shit is weird, right? Yeah. So I went to the room. I went back to my room. I was next door. And when they were done, she was in there with two of my other friends. When she was done, she came out. And the look on her face was like, what did I just do? I was scared to death. Now, everything was, she was with it. She wasn't even drunk. It wasn't like, well, maybe she was. I don't know. But like. Not like. No, nah, not at all. Not yeah. sloppy. Not at all. And I was scared to death. Like. If she regrets this and she says so-and-so, then we're all going to jail. And that shit scared the fuck out of me. So I spoke to this guy. It was 2012. Mm -hmm. So this all happened in 2004. Mm -hmm. I met up with her mm -hmm. in 2010 or 11. Mm -hmm. So I met up with her before I spoke to him. Mm -hmm. And... Like I said, he was there. I was not. Yeah. Um, when she got there, she was like, oh, my head doctor said I shouldn't have come. So I'm like, huh? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, because you're the other person. Because huh? you're the other person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I ran that by my head doctor. Because mm-hmm. obviously this shit is going to have to get worked out at some point. Absolutely. Um, she even said, like, why would she say that? Like, mm-hmm. my doctor very much encouraged it. To go to the session. To meet up with her. Yeah. Um, Because I had so much guilt right. for not going back once I found out. Because if I was there, maybe that wouldn't have happened to her. Right? It would be better for it to just happen to me than for it to happen Damn, to me so and you. just taking on everything right now. So I had so much guilt yeah. for years over Shit. this. It's like compounding. And so for you to be like, oh... It's not really a good idea for me to see you mm-hmm. because this happened to me. Mm-hmm. Like my doctor was like, what the fuck? That doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of when I was already like, even when she said that before I brought it up with my doctor, I was like, why would they tell her that? Yeah. Like it was just really awkward to say the least. So like that kind of stuck with me. And then I spoke to this guy. And so I told him, I was like, yo, Ryan, like that makes a lot of sense. Because when I did meet up with her, let me tell you how fucking weird it was. And he was like, because the shit didn't happen. So she got victim status. The girl that reported the shit that happened to me got Mm -hmm. victim status. Mm -hmm. And some other girl, I guess, was in the room. She got victim status. Wow. So it makes sense to hold on to that lie because now you're not going to get in trouble. Absolutely. So they're incentivized to make that kind of decision. Yeah. So whether or not it happened, uh, I don't know. And truthfully, I don't want to take away from it or no, sound like somebody. But being in the position and in like face to face with her, mm-hmm. I 10,000% actually doubt it. Wow. Not fully doubt it, but no, I, I question you. it. But you have that, that little bit of doubt. Right. Yeah. And as a prison guard, uh, you are trained to read people uh, and situations and stuff like that. Fuck. So I do question if it happened. And even still... Even before that, I very strongly am against false uh, false accusations. Well, that's the problem. Because you can't bounce back from that. No, nah, and that's the problem. Right, exactly. So I actually, um, I want to say it's a false accusation, but I saw how rape charges destroy the accuser. It's life. literally just like the mention of it yeah. like taints you. So I know a guy that um, lived in Florida. Everything happens in Florida. Lived in Florida. <laughs> Florida's right? so special. He graduated from Florida A&T, whatever. He was an engineer starting his career. He was um, from Nigeria, I want to say. So one day he's in his house, and a girl knocks, pouring rain outside, right? And this young girl knocks on the door. This girl knocks on the door. Yeah. Oh, my friends, they were supposed to be up here. They're not here. Can I come and wait with you? So the guy's like, okay. Like, come in. Chill out. So they end up spending all day, and they end up fucking, right? They end up going all the way. So he's like, wait a minute. She's been here for a while, right? So he's like, yo, I got to do some errands. I got to get out of here. Do you want to come with me? You know, he's like, I don't want her in my house. Do you want to come with me run my errands? So he gets in the car. She's like, all right, cool. She gets in the car. They drive into wherever they're going, and cops pull him over. This girl is a 15-year-old runaway. Now, she looked older. He gets charged. He does whatever amount of time that he does. And now he has to register as a sex offender. He can't get a job as an engineer now. And he has to move back to Nigeria, Ghana, wherever he's from. Just fucked his life up forever. That's so now, awful. Technically, she didn't make an accusation, but she knew that she was 15. Yeah. And she told him that he was a certain age. 
she was a certain age. His life is fucked. Nothing happened to her. Yeah. You know, so like this false accusation shit, it's A, fucked it. up, but then B, it also makes women who really do get sexually assaulted a little bit more afraid to come forward because because like, how seriously are we going to be taken exactly because there are and to you women that do this shit you but i said this y'all to, are scumbags i said this to kate <laughs> earlier and she was like that's a little too far i personally think you should get stoned or you should get death penalty okay that is not what you said we no, can, I said we you can, should get killed. You said murdered. Murdered, whatever. We can throw I a couple stoned. rocks at them. Like, we don't have to stone them to death. Nah, fuck that. Like, pick up a fucking nope. brick. And mm, I don't have any, I don't. I have no Actually, I can't even say, I... Take them out. I am the least violent person. I will say violent things. I'm 50-50. No. Take them out. I accidentally slapped my cousin one time. <laughs> um, no. Under tragic circumstances. No, I feel and like... And felt bad. In that situation, you should get completely taken out. Fuck all of that. You know what I'm saying? And... If that is, uh, if you want to come out here and do dumb shit like that, you should get your fucking shit taken away. Fuck out of here with that, you know? You know <laughs> there um, definitely needs to be, like, an actual punishment and, like, reprimand instead of, like, they can technically charge you with filing a false police report. Yeah, you know, what is that? But even if they issue a statement on your behalf, right. if I go and Google you, that's coming up. My thing is, like, I feel like even if there's a situation where if the girl does make the accusation, the reason why I think it's so fucked up, it's, it's deeper than just she's ruining his life. It also waters down the accusations of women who actually did get charged because nobody's going to believe you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, sorry, Kay had to make a phone call. So I'm just going to take over from here. And I'm just going to stick to this particular part of the conversation. Sorry, I got mad loud right there. Shit. I'm just going to stick to this particular part of the conversation and pick it up from here because like if you make for you ladies out here you go out there you make a decision to have consensual keyword consensual because if you were forced that's bullshit throw that motherfucker under the jail take his ass out you know what i'm saying but if you're a woman who does shit and you regretted it oh i shouldn't have done that or i feel bad about it and you make an accusation to ruin that man's life you have no remorse for me like i personally feel like you should have your life taken away and if I was a president of the United States, I would write that into law. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because your decision, again, if you made an actual decision to try and ruin that man's life because you regret what you did, then, yeah, I can't fuck with you like that. So I hope that first part caught your attention and certain things were spotlighted in your brain as you listen to that story. I feel like I need to say this is not to demean or to shit on soldiers, the military. I'm not built for that job. I have nothing but respect for all of the good soldiers out there that put their lives on the line, that put their life on hold to make this country float. And personally, I don't think you guys get enough from the country that sends you out there. But we're going to end this part right here. As you may have heard, and you may and you will hear on the next one, there were parts where I had to edit certain things out. We are not putting anybody's name in here, any real names. Um, some scenarios we did have to kind of fix. I had to take out. So if at times the audio does sound or did sound choppy and does sound choppy in part two, just understand we had I had to be very careful with the things that I put on this particular episode. So part two will be coming out next Monday, February 8th. Four victims of sexual assault, 
there are a couple of resources that I looked up. There's one called rain.org. That's R-A-I-N-N as in Nancy.org. Phone number for that is 1-800-656-HOPE. That's the national number. Of course, everything is private. Um, for people in New York City, where I'm based, you can call 311 or you can call uh, Safe Horizon directly. And that phone number is 212-227-3000. Please, as usual, download this shit, review it, subscribe, and pass it off. Please, I do not have a marketing team. The numbers are getting up, though. People are catching wind of this. Um, I'm not going to say what the numbers are, but they are a lot higher than I expected. So thank you to everybody. Part two will be coming out next week. And be on the lookout for, I may do a, a little episode in between us, something a little more lighthearted. And we have a lot of good shows upcoming. Uh, a lot of dope people are coming in. And we're growing. We're growing. Deep Dogs with Iron is definitely growing. And I'm very proud of it. So. Next week, Deep Thoughts with Iron, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts at, according to Anchor. Anchor gets me mad sometimes, but Anchor does what they're supposed to do. All right? Peace. For victims of sexual assault, there are a couple of resources that I looked up. There's one called rain.org. That's R-A-I-N-N as in Nancy.org. Phone number for that is 1-800-656-HOPE. That's the national number. Of course, everything is private. Um, for people in New York City, where I'm based, you can call 311 or you can call uh, Safe Horizon directly. And that phone number is 212 227 3000.